0: The truth is that not everyone in your life is going to challenge you and push you to evolve because they want you to be your best self. A lot of people you are going to come across and probably already have are going to try and fit you into their mold of what they want you to be. And if you are in a process of healing and self-discovery, it's real fucking important that you know the difference welcome to another episode of the cry now laugh later podcast i did not introduce myself in the first episode so hi my name is isabel i am your host let's get into it (laughs) this episode i want to talk about something that is inevitable so long as you are a human that has connections with other humans as I get older, I realize that not everyone actually has your best interest in mind, and that's okay. It is what it is. It's up to us to decide who we want to surround ourselves with, but there is a fine line between someone pushing you to be your best self, challenging you and pushing you to be a better version of yourself, a healthier, happier, more fulfilled version of yourself. There's a fine line between that and... And someone pushing you to fit into their mold of what they want you to be. And oftentimes people that are trying to keep you small, people that are trying to change you to fit what they want you to be, they need you to fit into their mold so that they don't have to grow. So that they don't have to get better. So that they can stay the same. And they want to stay comfortable and keep you along, right along with them and their bullshit. And we don't have to hate these people. We don't have to villainize them. But we also do not have to give these people any more of our time or energy than is necessary. Especially if being around people who want to keep you small are obviously hurting us in some way whether it's intentionally or unintentionally knowingly or unknowingly when you remain in relationships and when i say relationships i mean relationships of all kinds when you remain in connection with people who are constantly trying to fit you into their mold of who you should be who they need you to be so long as you don't either set boundaries with them because you have a choice with these people you don't have to cut and run you can or you can set boundaries but so long as you're not doing either of those things either getting yourself out of the relationship or setting boundaries within the relationship you allow yourself to be suppressed you allow yourself to be compromised to shrink into a fragment of who you are because in order to sustain a relationship where someone needs you to be something for them rather than just be who you are for you and your happiness, you have to compromise and if you are someone who has people-pleasing tendencies and I can relate to that, you might be doing this unknowingly just to keep the peace, just to appease this person. To fit in, to feel loved, to feel liked, to feel validated. There could be so many reasons why we do this. No matter what, over time, as long as you stay in that relationship without making any changes, without setting any boundaries, you can lose yourself in big ways. So, how do you recognize if you are in a connection, a relationship where you're suppressing or compromising yourself in some way? You're avoiding conflict. You're not speaking up when something bothers you. It could be small. It could be that you're like brushing little things off and just telling yourself it's not a big deal. You could be passing this off as like you're just really laid back. You don't get mad that easily. You don't get bothered by much. But the more complacent you are about things that aren't okay, eventually, those things will add up. Like I said, they will add up. And more than likely, if something big happens that you can't just brush off or let slide, it's very likely that all of those little things that you had been letting slide are going to come to the surface. And it's going to be a lot harder to address. It's going to be a lot harder to express yourself in that moment and have it be resolved because you're carrying this residual, negative, unhappy energy. I've been on both sides of this where I've had people in my life who they were not happy with me about little things, but they weren't telling me. They weren't saying anything. And then over time something bigger would happen and they would come to me with all of this like to me it felt like it was coming out of nowhere but they were coming to me with all of this anger and frustration and they were like okay this is a big deal because you've done this a million times and I'm sitting here like bitch I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know that I was irritating you or bothering you to begin with and I've also been on the other side where I've let little things slide and not said anything and then finally something happened and I blow up and I'm taking all of those little residual things and throwing it at them and that's just it's not moving like that is not a recipe for a healthy functioning productive relationship okay also if you are afraid like if you believe that If you bring up a small issue that's bothering you, if you're afraid that that person is going to react extremely negatively, that alone is a sign that this is not a relationship that is good for you. It's not a connection that is healthy. If you can't bring up the fact that you don't like that they haven't cleaned any dishes in the last five days, just an example of something small and you can just do it yourself. It's not a big deal. But if you're afraid to bring that up to them because you think that they're gonna blow up on you, girl, you need can you leave? Can we get out of here, please? Thank you. <laughs> Another way you can recognize if you are compromising, suppressing yourself in some way in your relationships is you are overly agreeable. Now this is even easier to let slide. I'm talking about you're not openly expressing your opinions or even your interests or your likes or your dislikes. This could be with a friend, this could be with a partner, this could be with a roommate. You are allowed to have your own opinions. You are allowed to have your own interests, your own likes, your own preferences. It is okay. It does not make you needy. It does not make you hard to please. It does not make you whatever the opposite of easygoing is. You are allowed to express your interests. You don't always have to agree with whatever this other person wants to do or wants to eat. You don't have to be so agreeable. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to express what you want, to ask for what you want. It is okay. Again, a lot of these things, if you are a people pleaser or you have people pleasing tendencies it's very easy to brush these things off as like, like, it's just not, you know, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal, bitch. (laughs) It is a big deal. It's a big deal if you can't tell someone when something bothers you. And it's a big deal when you can't tell someone that you don't want to go out or that you don't want to eat here or you don't want to watch this stupid fucking movie again. (laughs) Like, it's okay. And again, if this is a good friend, a good partner, a good person, odds are they're going to respond well to you expressing your dissent. Is that the right word? I think so. They're going to respond well. And if they don't, then there's your sign to cut and run (laughs) or set more boundaries, right? All of these examples might seem small, But I want to use a kind of weird and oddly specific example to drive my point home, okay? When I was in school for aesthetics, because fun fact, I have my esthetician's license. I don't use it anymore, uh, but it does help a lot when I'm looking at skincare anyway. (laughs) Something that we were taught about skin cancer is that a lot of us believe that skin cancer comes from those like five, six hour trips to the beach where we forget our sunscreen or we don't reapply and we get burnt really, really bad. Most of us think that that's where skin, ca- skin cancer comes from, but most of the time skin cancer is actually coming from those 15, 20 minute walks uh, where you're, let's say, walking your dog or you're just driving to go get the mail or to the grocery store or whatever. You're, not, you're outside for not very long and you're thinking, well, I'm not going to be out in the sun for hours. It's not that hot. It's kind of cloudy. I don't need to wear my sunscreen. All of those little moments added up, those 10, 15, 30 minutes, even an hour, all of those small moments added up will create damage over time right? Create bigger problems over time that you might not see until much later on. So that's my weird little example. The principle is there, okay? The The principle applies. The little moments do matter. Exercise your throat chakra. Every opportunity you have to exercise your throat chakra to set a boundary to speak up whether it's about someone fucking your boyfriend or you not wanting to eat at this restaurant right 2 very (laughs) they're on two opposite sides of the spectrum you might think one definitely deserves um you speaking up and setting a boundary right yeah and the other one maybe not in comparison any opportunity you have to express what you desire what is going to bring you joy what's going to make you feel comfortable what's going to make you feel safe what's going to make you feel loved use that take that opportunity to speak up so we've already kind of discussed how to stop doing this how to stop compromising and suppressing yourself but I just want to reiterate speak up advocate for yourself if you would expect your best friend to stand up for you In little and big moments, you should be standing up for yourself. The more honest you can get with yourself, the easier it will be to get honest with other people around you. And the more honest you are with other people around you, you will either weed out the ones who can't respect your boundaries, don't want you to be happy even in little moments, you're going to weed out people who are selfish, and you're going to call in people who know you as someone who isn't afraid to speak up to tell it like it is to express what it is you desire what's going to make you happy you're going to call in people who are willing to build a relationship and a connection with you based off of those boundaries and this version of you that is honest and real and you want people around you who make you feel that way but you first have to be that person You should also practice initiating. Initiate advocating for what you like, what you want to do, what you want to talk about, what you need to talk about, what you need to express. Push yourself to take action on making the things you desire an importance and a priority for yourself and with the people in your life. It is not other people's job to force you to advocate for yourself. People can help. People can ask, well, what do you really want to do? But if you're just going to continue to say, it's fine, it's fine, or it's good, don't worry, I'm not upset. If you're going to continue to be passive about yourself and what's true for you, you can't expect people to continue to try and do that work for you. You have to be able to advocate for yourself. Another way you can overcome continuously suppressing yourself is practice using your intuition you can feel in your body and your heart when you are being suppressed when you are around someone who doesn't make you feel safe whether it's to talk about your feelings or to express something that you want or something that you desire that energy is feels like a weight it feels like you're you're going to feel small your body your posture even is going to shrink up a little bit you're going to feel tight you're not going to feel open you're not going to feel light it's going to feel a bit like anxiety when you are around people who cause you and you are allowing to suppress and shrink who you really are so practice using your intuition. Trust the gut feelings that you have and honor them. Even if it's not super outright what you're doing, that this relationship or connection is not um, conducive to your growth, to you being your best self, if you will. If you don't feel safe to be yourself, you're probably not. There have been so many friendships that I've lost where I had moments of anxiety or there was just like a gut feeling that something wasn't right. This person is not a good person or they're not someone that I can feel safe to be myself with and because there wasn't any like direct evidence, I ignored it until it built up and got to a point where there was evidence and that shit blew up in my face and things ended on a much uglier note than they probably would have if i had just listened to my body trusted my intuition so never doubt your intuition if you really like you are so stuck in your own people-pleasing ways and you're like you're having a hard time Even recognizing the ways in which people are not allowing you to express yourself honestly. Check in with your body. Check in with your intuition. Listen to that bitch, okay? She knows before your brain knows. Give her the space and she will guide you to exactly where you need to be. Okay, so I didn't want to make this episode too long. This is something that I could talk about for quite a while. So I wanted to end this episode with a little excerpt from a book that I have been reading for the last, I don't even know how many years. The book is called Women Who Run With The Wolves. Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. This book is by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. This book, I haven't finished it. I may be over, a little over halfway with it, but I am taking my sweet time with it because I feel like I can put it on my shelf and every time I am at a point in my life where I feel like I need something, I need some wisdom, I need something to hit me in the face with what i already know what my intuition already knows and i just need a reminder of like who the fuck i am and what i'm supposed to do in this situation i can reach for this book and flip open to either where i left off or just flip open to a random page and nine times out of ten the message there is like perfectly aligned with what i'm going through it's crazy it's such a good book if you don't have it please pick it up um but that's what i did recently i picked the book up off of my shelf i flipped open to a random page um i landed on an excerpt that i had already read years ago And it aligned perfectly with what I was going through. And it aligns perfectly with what we were talking about. So I wanted to share that with you and kind of leave you to reflect. So as the title says, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype, what Clarissa is doing is she's telling old myths and legends and then breaking them down on multiple levels and layers and kind of feeding us the wisdom and the deep-rooted, deep, deep deep-rooted wisdom and lessons that pertain to us as women. So the story that this excerpt is in reference to is very similar to Cinderella. So it's about a girl called Vasilisa and she lives with her stepfamily who Are cruel to her. They use and abuse her in every way imaginable. And she kind of just lets them. She doesn't really know any better. She kind of just lets it happen because she doesn't want to be even more of a burden or a problem than they are already making her feel like. Um and then one day they decide we need to get rid of Vasilisa for good. The fire in their home goes out and there's like a little bit of magic involved. So They send Vasilisa off into the woods to go find this witch who is supposed to, if she does everything right, is supposed to return the fire to Vasilisa and she can bring it home. But they believe that she's going to meet up with the witch and the witch is just going to kill her. So they think that this is a great way to solve their problems. A little bit shady, a little bit shady. (laughs) So naturally, Vasilisa goes off and she meets up with this witch, and this witch has a very important lesson for her to learn and overcome, and she does, and they live happily ever after. So, there's the context for the story, just so you can have a little bit more understanding of what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs> We too are pinched off when the stepfamily within us and or surrounding us tells us we are not much to begin with and insists we focus on our shortcomings rather than perceiving the cruelty whirling around us, be it emanating from within our psyches or from without. However, to see into or through something requires intuition and also the strength to stand upon what one sees. Like Vasilisa, we may try to be nice when we ought to be knowing. We may have been taught to set aside acute insight in order to get along. However, the reward for simply being nice in oppressive circumstances is to be mistreated all the more. Although a woman feels that if she is herself, she will alienate others, it is just this psychic tension that is needed in order to make soul and to create change. So I just want to let that marinate. The last thing that I will say is in response to that is that you will gain so much more by losing people who continuously and consistently try to pull you away from yourself it is so much better to lose people along your journey of stepping more into your truest expression in every level big and small it is so much better to lose those people for the sake of finding yourself and inevitably finding people who resonate with who you actually are not who you're pretending to be to make everyone happy that is a message for you as much as it is for myself I'm gonna go sit in that too okay thank you so much for being here for listening much much love